Godzilla. Top shelf, other side, what? Ready for the action, meet me on the app. Bought some killers with me, heaters on they lap. Represent my city, speaking on behalf. One time, creeping on me quickly, reaching for the What's going on, people? We are back at it again with the High Blood Tenders podcast. It is me, Jarrell, and of course, I got my road dog, my partner in crime, Rocky. What's going on with you? What's going on, Jarrell? We are in a political landscape right now, Jarrell. Yes, a hot and heavy one. (laughs) Yes. um, I don't think too many people are happy about politics today. So as you know, today's conversation is going to be about um, voting cannabis really um we're not going to make it too much like geared towards um the elect the election the actual election because a lot of people have their own thoughts on the candidates right now and to be very honest with you i think it's like uh everybody's comments on it would probably be uh negative (laughs) for the most part (laughs) so yeah we definitely just want to keep it neutral and just give the people the information about um the the laws that's going to be proposed as it relates to cannabis um so yeah that's what that's what we're going to do this this episode yeah for sure so keeping it, keeping it real we do have a few uh states on the ballot that are uh either going recreational or going medical you know yeah. what i mean um or are ready uh recreational and medical and they're decriminalizing so um, I think all of that's good information. Um, Absolutely. The first can, state I wanted to talk to you about, my friend, is Arizona. That's exactly where I was going to go. I was like, let's just talk about our neighbors. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> Prop 207, right? Yeah. Um, so as far as that's concerned for Arizona, um, medical cannabis is already legal, right? So next week they'll be decide they'll be uh, voting to decide whether to legalize cannabis for recreational use, uh, which is uh, Prop Two Hundred Seven. Yeah, and I, I have a feeling. Of course, I'm no political expert. I can't make predictions, but I have a feeling it's going to pass just on the basic like fact that four years ago when they voted on it, it was almost there. Like it failed by less than sixty eight thousand votes. So. Um, I feel good about Arizona, um, you know, going wreck this, this time around. No, I think that this is it for them. Honestly, yeah. I think that they got this in the bag. I think it's well overdue for that state. Um, they have one of the, I, I mean, honestly, if you've ever smoked cannabis from Arizona, they have some really great cultivations out there. So I'm super excited for the change in their landscape. Absolutely. And of course, like they predict their, you know, the recreational sales will be through the roof over you know, $700 million by, you know, 2024. So if they decide to go wreck, that can definitely boost their economy. Yes. Yeah, for sure. So I think it's just a plus. Let me ask you about this. I don't know if while you were looking uh, at the political landscape, they have advocates and opponents for each one of these, uh, each one of these measures, right? So what's funny to me is that some of these advocates and opponents' names are really, really funny and fun. Uh, So their advocate for uh, cannabis in Arizona is Smart and Safe Arizona. So you can actually (laughs) – 
you can actually look that up. Smart and Safe nice. Arizona, which is going to be advocates for um, cannabis and recreational legalization. Uh, their opponent is Arizonans for Health and Public Safety, which is funny to me because... Um, <laughs> yes, smart and safe, right? We're going to do this smart and safe. <laughs> and then there's the health and public safety, which is don't run me over while you're under the influence of cannabis. Yeah. Um, but I think it's funny to me, and I was looking at those, and I was like, I find this to be super, super comedic. Um, so the next state on that roster, too, is Montana which right now is medical state, right? Um, they're going, they want yeah. to go recreational. Yeah. And like, um, if I'm not mistaken, they have like two initiatives on their ballot. Um, they have one, I think it's like, uh, initiative 190. And yeah. 190 that would allow adults to possess, buy and use cannabis, cannabis for recreational use. And then they have another one that would, um, it would establish 21 as a legal age to purchase, possess, and consume cannabis. So, like, it's they have two different measures. I'm really not super, super, super um, versed on that one. What I like about Initiative 190 is um, it allows people serving the sentence for cannabis-related crimes, you know, basically, um, cannabis-related acts, Uh to apply for resentencing or record expungement. So, nice. you know, we have to think about that too. Um, while we're going through the process of legalizing these states is we have people in jail for these crimes. And some of these states are already medically legal. For me, mm -hmm. that should be, let's get these people out of the jail because it's such a expensive thing that we're doing is keeping people in jail for, really kind of stupid ass crimes let's be real yeah. honest with you real petty situations and another thing i want people to remember like it's it's great to have cannabis you know recreationally legal but just remember that there's taxes involved with this so um i know like montana they propose a 20 percent um, recreational cannabis tax so just just keep that in mind like there's, there's going to be taxes involved with your, your cannabis purchases. Right. And so it's just not, yeah, it's just not, oh, I'm, you know, be able to buy weed legally. Yes, you are, but you're going to be paying a little extra for it as well. It helps the state. Exactly. You know, it helps the state heavily. It helps the state's economy. Um, so why wouldn't you? You know what I mean? It just, it makes, it makes no sense to me why you wouldn't. I guess they also have, uh, in that questioning was that initiative 118, which was a little bit of a gray area. I would just assume that if they had voted in for recreational, that would that would just establish that at being a 21 year old age or older to consume. Correct. I, that's what I took away from it. Okay. Yeah. Um, another state, um, New Jersey. Yeah. That's a big one. That's huge. For a number of reasons. Yeah. That's so they have huge. They have public question number one, with which would legalize cannabis for adults 21 and older. Um, but that's huge because that would kind of open up things for New York and like Pennsylvania. Yeah. 
that state really couldn't get their shit together, to be very honest <laughs> with you. They really can't. And and it makes me very sad because I remember I was home for the first voting that they did, and I was like, oh, this is a done deal. This is a done deal. Mm-hmm. New Jersey got this. But um, no, and even on now, during this election, they still couldn't get it in order. You know what I mean? They were they just in that... They weren't able to jump enough support to pass the bill to fully legalize. Yeah. I know, like, when the governor campaigned, um, like, he vowed to, like, legalize cannabis. And he said one of the reasons, or one of the main reasons he wanted to do it was for social justice reform. So hopefully he, you know, stick to his guns and, you know, get that through because that'd be big. Right. It leaves the state commission basically up to um, regulating on the personal market. Since they're already doing medical, they're leaving it up to the state's commission to take care of the medical portion um, of that in New Jersey. But my thing is, what is the hold up, New Jersey? Just do it. You guys need this very, very badly. I can't remember um, in reading what the percentage uh, they were talking about as far as if they did what it would be, but I think that that's going to be, again, uh, pros to that public question number one, um, whether or not people vote upon it, and then the state will kind of figure out what they're going to do at that point. I have no idea. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. So it is going to be super interesting. Our next state, which this is the state really, in all honesty, um, for me, that I was like, oh my gosh, yes, and it's Mississippi. I, You know what's crazy? Same thing for me. I had no idea like it was even on the on the ballot for them. Um, <laughs> I was like, "Holy shit!" Like, let's do this, Mississippi. Yes, Mississippi. I'm super excited for. I mean, they're um, they have two initiatives on the ballot, right? Initiative yeah. 65 would allow physicians to recommend medical cannabis for patients with any of 22 qualifying conditions: uh, cancer, multiple sclerosis, etc. And then um, it would establish a regulatory program for businesses to grow and sell cannabis, medical cannabis, and it would be taxed at 7%. So, again, another win for a state that definitely needs it, if they do it. And the the special thing about that one, that um, that resulted from a citizen's petition. Yeah. So, like, the people wanted that to happen, and, you know, hopefully they, they get that to to pass. Like, that's big for Mississippi. Right. But then on the flip side of that coin, they have Initiative 65A, which Talk is... About that. <laughs> yeah, it's an alternate proposal. It would limit smoking for medical cannabis to people who are terminally ill and would leave the future of the regulatory framework to legislation. So, again, um, for me, I feel like it's a little contradictory. Um, but, in all honesty, it's it's... For me, it's just a move in the right direction for this state, which in all honesty, in my personal opinion, will be a hand-clapping yay to the South. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I feel like I I might have to do a little bit more digging on this one because I want to know who proposed 65A because I feel like that's like a consolation or or like a a backup prize. Like, okay, you're not going to get, you know, initiative 65 but at least we'll give you 65a and that'd be a starting point right to maybe something bigger in the future yeah um hudak 
uh, said it would be a signal for a pretty significant change in politics around cannabis in the South in the way uh, we really haven't had yet. You know, so it's a good test of faith uh, for this state. And I feel like um, this this is the kind of thing that people need to see, especially coming from um, more Southern states, because I think the overall view from uh, voters is there isn't anything going on in the South. There's shit going on. Um, and of course, a lot of people, when you meet customers, they always talk about uh, the Bible Belt and things of that nature, and it's never going to be legal. So this is just a plus. So everybody in every other state in the South should be like, yes, this is a plus. We can yes. do it. You know what I mean? Even if, even if it's, either if they decide not to legalize it, let's, you know, for medical purposes, even if they didn't, they, they've already put the initiative out there. So you know what that means? It's just like, you know, uh, New Jersey, like uh, that one step will make change, basically change history. Yeah. You know, like that's, I feel like the, the whole, if you want to call it the Bible Belt is probably going to be looking at Mississippi and see what happens with that cannabis um, initiative. And I, cause I, I promise you, if it passes there, then it's just going to be a ripple effect. And, you know, it's going to be Tennessee is going to be next. And, you know, who knows? You know, it's just that's going to be super big. I was super excited when I saw Mississippi had something. Yeah, on their they had a real strong advocacy program called Mississippians for Compassionate Care, which I thought was excellent. Um, and it was a good way. They did not have an opponent to that. So I thought that was fabulous, too. Another another thing, too, as well. New Jersey had a really good advocacy program called NJCAN 2020. But my favorite was don't let and don't let New Jersey go to pot. Hey, <laughs> that was the opponent. <laughs> Ooh, New Jersey hasn't gone to pot yet. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but no, I, I'm down for Jersey. I think that um, this is going to be huge for Jersey if they can get the state um, together, I think that it's going to be a plus-plus win for for them, for sure. Yeah, and I think South Dakota has has a uh, has a measure as well, Measure 26. Yes. And that's to establish that um, their medical and hopefully recreational programs as well. So, um, like, that's another one, South Dakota. A lot of eyes want to be on them as well to see if they can get that through. So, Measure 26 would establish medical cannabis programs and registration system for people with qualifying conditions. Amendment A would legalize cannabis for all adults and required state legislators to adopt medical cannabis and hemp laws. That's huge. That's huge. So this is going to be probably the only, let's talk about this. As a matter of fact, this is an exciting ass state too, because they want to do both. They're like, let's knock out the medical and let's knock out the recreational all at one time. So um, that term for what they're doing is called leapfrog. Um, and I think it's, ama- uh, I think it's amazing. Um, going full legalization, starting with disc- decriminalization, followed by medical use, and then full legalization. You know what I mean? That's how we usually do it. That's the path towards full legalization is going through yeah. this path. But South Dakota's like, fuck all that. Yeah, let's just do it let's all at once. Let's just do it. Yeah. yeah. 
so yeah, that leapfrog thing is that uh, South Dakota is poised to enact both medical and adult use in one fell swoop. That is amazing. All yeah, that. all for that. Why not? You know what I mean? And, and I think that they're going to be the measure for the next election because I feel like they're going to empower other states to do the same. That's and that's yeah, that's like the big picture. Yes, like the big picture thing. Like man, like just imagine South Dakota, if Mississippi, if those two states alone passed their measures, like that's going to be huge. Yes, yes, it's, that is going to be huge, huge. Um, so yeah, normally, like I said, normally there's steps to that situation, like. They do the full rack and then they start the decriminalization process. And then, you know what I mean? Like, it's just, it, sh- it shouldn't take so long for states to make up their mind on whether or not they want to accept more cash in there. You know what I mean? For their state, more mm-hmm. revenue for their state. It makes no sense to me, but we're looking at it again and I feel like it's a plus plus. And so, um, so we, we covered what? Arizona, right? Mississippi. Yeah. We we talked about Montana. Montana, South Dakota. Yep, they have to the two initiatives. And then New Jersey. New Jersey. And you know what? Um, oh, my God. I wanted to talk about that. Criminalize all drugs. Yeah. <laughs> that is huge. That is huge. And it makes me super excited because if this passes, Oregon, or Oregon is going to be one of the places that, like, might be on the map for me. I don't know. You never freaking know. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because I do believe right now they have, um, they're doing all, they, they've already been legal for a while now, right? Fully, fully legalized. Yeah. But now what they want to fully legalize psilocybin for therapeutic use. Amazing. Just yeah. do it. Yeah. Yeah. And like they have, they have, so they have like two different, um, two different measures. They have measure one ten, and that one, if you vote yes on that, that's going to um, support making personal, non-commercial possession of a controlled substance, no more than a class E violation, which is just a like a max fine of a hundred dollars. So, like that's big, especially for, you know, like the disenfranchised communities and. You know, black and brown communities, because that's who that's kind of targeted against a lot of right. Teams. That would decriminalize. So people get that right, not legalize or regulate. It would decriminalize minor possessions. Um, I think that this is really. I have a, a thought on this heavy, and when I was doing my homework on each state, I was kind of like uh, bigger and larger in, in grand gamut, right? Because mm-hmm. we are basically in a kind of a prohibition type situation uh, where that's exactly what it is, right? So we're pretty much leaving it up to states to regulate uh, state taxes and things of that nature on those states that are legally going recreational or medical or both, right? So um, my thing is, and I've always felt this way, like it's, it, it causes, this prohibition causes much more issues as far as the war, this actual, these quote unquote war on drugs, you know what I'm saying? Like the, the drug czar world and that kind of situation where it's much larger gamut 
if you decriminalize it and you make it legal, then you don't have all this nonsense going on. You're not spending this money. The, to spend federal funding on this situation is just ridiculous to me. You know what I mean? This is a personal choice that people have. You know, it's a personal choice that per, it affects you personally, right? So I don't want to give anybody the rights to what happens to me in my bedroom. I definitely don't want to give people the rights to say, hey, what am I going to, what do I do here with myself as a person? You know what I mean? If I want to yeah. have <clears throat> several glasses of wine, nobody's going to say anything to me. You know what I mean? But if I wanted to smoke in my house, now people want to have thoughts upon that situation. And it's just the old world way of thinking about drugs. And we are still trying to rid ourselves of the 1980s, you know, say no to drug situation where cannabis is a gateway drug. You know, that shit just needs to be a stomped out ideology. Now, speaking of our two presidential candidates, um, like I was trying to do some research and see what their stance on cannabis is. Kind of easy to find because um, he was, you know, he's been in, in politics for a long time. So, of course, his old stance was he was pretty much against it. Um, and from what I gather, he's still against um, like legalizing it federally, if I'm not mistaken. But I found a statement on his his website, and he's pretty much to say he wants to decriminalize the use of cannabis and automatically expunge all prior cannabis use convictions. So, like that's that's pretty big, and that's a pretty. And who um, are you speaking of? This is Joe Biden's statement. Joe Biden, yes. Yeah. Correct. Um, I think that this also stems back from some old shit with Joe Biden. Yeah. Right? To because right wrongs, kind of. Yeah, I think there's that. And then not only that, but he put stuff into place years ago. You know what I mean? And um, I know that he just supports the decriminalization. Um, and all that good stuff, and uh, but I think that his past on the war on drugs, in all honesty, uh, has allowed him to stay his feet planted on keeping it federally illegal, you know what I mean? Yeah, to plant his feet and say, Yeah, because he's worked on this, is like, you know what I mean? He's done this, is this is not something that's new. I mean, this is goes back, stems back to the 80s with Joe Biden and the war on drugs. You know what I'm saying? So I think that has a lot of him having to step up and say, yeah, I made a mistake, which I don't think he's going to do right now. You know what I mean? And say, hey, we, yeah, we should legalize the situation. I think uh, having Kamala on his back, you know, on, you know, backing him is a plus for us. Uh, 100%. Yes, I know. Because right. she, um, she, she like her record as a like a prosecutor. Like she was locking people up for these these marijuana charge cannabis charges. So, but like she has, you know, she's changed her stance on it as well. So right. I mean, it's just it's it's tricky because they both their history says one thing or their histories 
says something different than what they're saying now. But right. I'm not going to hold that against them. If they change their mind, then that's that's good. In my, in right. My I think Joe Biden, um, the decriminalization portion of it is important. It's yeah. probably the most important thing to me personally. And he's, um, just because he, I know people that are still in jail for these petty crimes. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So, and he it, did say he would reschedule it from a, you know, a Schedule 1 to a Schedule 2 drug. Yeah, which is a moderate rescheduling. It's yeah, moderate. I mean, and it does, what that does, it, it opens it up for more research and, you know, studies that can possibly get it off the list completely. Right. It gives, it does give the states a little bit more freedom to make their own laws according, you know, around yeah. cannabis. Um, I just feel like it's a big, fat-ass gray area with Joe Biden. And I just feel like federally it's not going to be his cup of tea. Not this go-round. I think he's been doing this for so long. And he was, you know, I think he was a part of the head of that whole war on drugs situation. And to completely reverse your thoughts and say, hey, you know what? It was a long time ago. Now we have a little bit more information on cannabis. We know what what the power of cannabis is and what it can do for us. I don't think there's a candidate right now that's going to retract, you know, two decades of uh, over two decades of of trying to put a stop to it, basically. Not for sure. So I think on both ends, yeah, because I thought about that too, but I feel like Kamala's a little bit more open-minded, and I feel like uh, it'll it'll help out a little bit as far as maybe swaying it for next elections and things of that nature. But we don't know. We really don't. Um, Donald Trump, on the other hand. I'm going to actually read you something because I went through a lot of different uh, things and you always see like mixed reviews from Donald Trump. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. But uh, marijuanamoment.net um, made a really good point by saying that over the course of his first term in office, reform advocates have struggled to peg the president. On one hand, he has not launched an all-out offensive on, legal, uh, on state legal cannabis businesses and, in fact, said it was his administration's policy that they can continue to operate uh, unencumbered by the federal government, despite prohibition remaining on the books. Trump also signed a bill federally legalizing hemp uh, following decades of its prohibition. On the other hand, he declined to use his power to enact the change to legitimize uh, the industry and has appointed several officials who hold hostile views towards reform, which is true. Like. Yeah, true. You're saying, hey, you know what? Let's decriminalize the situation. Let's let the states make up their minds on what they want to do. But at the same time, he's hired people in office that are just really, really like hold a stronghold against against cannabis. Yeah, it's just I feel like he's I don't even he's kind of towing the line, but not a little bit more against it than for it. Yeah. Yeah. I think he understands the money process, which we all know that that's where his money, his brain is anyways. Yeah. And it's not like they haven't secret because you haven't said it doesn't mean you haven't been benefiting. You know what I mean? Just because we don't put it out there and say, Hey, this is how we used our millions of dollars in tax revenue. That, that, that holds no like water weight. You know what I'm saying? And I think Mm -hmm. that, if we saw more of that, it would be a little bit more telling, you know. Yeah, if, maybe he doesn't. He doesn't want to just come out and 
like uh, just you know to say hey, you know what I'm totally against it because he's just waiting to put out that 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 truck pack or you know what I'm saying. Right. He's like I got some money in this down the line, so I don't want to come out and just just bash it all the way. But if he come out and support it, he might lose a lot of supporters. Right. Because Pence is a no. Pence is a no. Shut it down. Oh, no, yeah, way. no way. No way. No, we're not doing any of it. And uh, I think, you know, it's it, uh, it's definitely wasn't a good year for cannabis. To, <laughs> you know, as far as on the ballot. But what's great is that the states individually have uh, different ways of voting on the situation. So it makes it a plus plus, even if, you know, we're not, we don't see the federal um, happening anytime soon. We definitely see more states uh, going, you know, jumping on board and actually seeing the plus side of having that additional tax revenue. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So um, in the meantime, I guess like all lives are on Mississippi, South Dakota, Arizona, New Jersey. I'm really rooting for Arizona because they are our next door neighbors. Yeah, so it'd be it'd be so great to just be able to drive over and you know get some get some cannabis with ease. Oh, for sure. And I think too, um, if I'm not mistaken, Washington D.C. voters have a chance to weigh on whether certain psychedelic plant substances should be decriminalized. There you go. That's another good step. You know. Um, if they do pass it, it'll be amongst like a bunch of other U.S. cities, uh, Oakland, Santa Cruz, Denver, Ann Arbor. They already do criminalize psychedelics in one form or another. So um, definitely got a little bit of feedback news from CNN. And then, of course, if people aren't, I'm going to say this because I feel like since I become a little bit more aware of it, there are so many really good resources on the Internet for marijuana is, you know, as a refers to in politics, uh, marijuana moment.net being one of them. Uh, CNN does a really great job of coverage too as well, which I was kind of like, wow. Uh, the info- you know really does a good job and uh, makes it super simple. Normal.org. Normal. Yes. Yeah. They break it down by candidate. Um, it's real simple. I love the way they, they broke it down and um, gave that information. So I don't know if you know this, Jarell, or not, but I'm a member of Normal here in Nevada. And, yeah, yeah, if anybody is um, an advocate and wants to help in any way, shape, or form, or just wants to be better informed, um, definitely join Normal in your areas. If you do have some sort of legal cannabis situation going on, there is probably a Normal in your state. And it's a really good thing to join that and get a little bit more involved. Uh, it, ho- it also helps you to uh, network a little better. If, if you're in the industry, you know, it can help you network better with uh, other people that are related to this cannabis political arena. I feel it's important. I didn't realize really, like, how important to you really dig deep on this situation. And you're like, wow, the power of the future is in these states' hands. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And like I said, like the the ones I really um really want to keep an eye on, Mississippi is probably number one. Right. Um and 
a, a tie between Arizona and New Jersey. Arizona for selfish reasons because it's so close. Right. But I, I want to see what happens in New Jersey because that's I think that's going to change or have a big impact on the whole like Northeast. Yeah. So for me, I'm my own selfish, um, and it's always been my own selfish agenda. New Jersey is like really important to me, um, just because you know I'm from the Midwest. The East Coast is right there. Um, and I think it's just another step in that direction. Those states and those areas need it really, really badly. I just think it's, you know, it, it, it changes everything in a state. We live in Nevada. You know how it is here. Um, mm-hmm. It's helped out uh, leaps and bounds here. Yeah, tremendously. Yeah. <clears throat> another thing, too, like, we do have a, a couple of other, oh, I, not only that, not only New Jersey, because I'm very, very happy about that, but South Dakota. South Dakota, because they'll be the first state to fully, if they do both, if, you know, they sign up on the Amendment A and I am 26, then they will have the medical and the recreational. So that will be the first state to go from nothing to everything. That's Uh, right. Leapfrog. Wow, that's crazy. (laughs) I saw that when I was like, that is amazing. Um, Just amazing times. And I, I think this has helped me a great deal actually having to do a little bit of homework on this. I think I'm going to be a lot more, uh, the buy-in is going to be a lot more for me now when it comes to voting cannabis in different states. I feel like we should make this one of our focuses, Jarrell. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, Absolutely. Speaking of which, Don Blankenship (laughs) and Jorgensen are still on the ballot. (laughs) Um, Don Blankenship still thinks it's a gateway drug. So my only thought to Don Blankenship is, nice having you on the ballot, Don. Get him out of here. (laughs) Get him him out of here. But I didn't want to wait this time, go away from Joe Jorgensen. Um, Because I feel like her stance was the best. She's got the best on the ballot. Uh, So shout out to you, Joe. Um, and I'm gonna. She went on the record, Jarrell, saying, "What's the difference between me drinking bourbon in my home and somebody else smoking marijuana in their home?" Right? Like literally, there's no difference. Right? Um, so, if there's no victim, there's no crime. So you're if you're and basically to say that's a huge statement. If there's no victim, there's no crime. Because she does hugely, she is hugely against the prohibition of cannabis, which I think is amazing, right? So she's really the only candidate I feel that didn't have a shitty gray area. That's good. She, that's good, and it's I'm, it's just good to see a politician just keep it that simple and tell the truth. Yeah, yeah, and it would it would really be remiss if I didn't say that uh, I was like, go Joe. On this situation, go Joe. Yeah, Joe was like, "Hey, this, it's what's it's good for us because her point of view, I believe, is holding it back is creating more of an issue. We have people in jails, we have people committing crimes. You know what I mean? People commit crimes because yeah. you don't provide. There's nothing provided there for them to take advantage of, right? So you exactly. have to pillage, and you got to steal, and you got to do shit." You know, to make ends yeah. to make ends meet, it's not right by any measure or standard. But at the same time, if we just got rid of it, it would be super 
it would it would help out a great deal. We would see definitely a, a decrease in crime. For sure, because like you like I think crime a lot of crime stems from not having access to certain needs. So if you just you give people access to what they want, and what they need, then you see a drop in crime. Right. Right, and I think it's been a real quiet situation this last here election, but I feel like, you know, because we don't have, and it's my personal opinion, by the way, folks, we don't have a really good ballot out there for people to vote on right now, but you know what I mean? It's it's more so, it's more so the measure of uh, people wanting to make change, and change in any degree is going to be helpful in this election. Absolutely, absolutely. This was fun. I like this, Gerald. Yeah, yeah. I feel like we talk politics without talking politics. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was great. And you know what? My yeah, favorite yeah. part was actually doing the homework for it. Because it's very yeah. it's very telling and it's very like eye opening. Yeah. Cannabis is moving in the right direction for sure. And um it's just going to get bigger and bigger every every opportunity. Absolutely. Agreed. Yeah. So, Rocky, what you been smoking on? All right. So, I have to tell you, Jarrell, hands down, uh, Virtue took the week uh, by storm. Damn, the you got it, too? It, Virtue, took, Virtue took the month by storm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they went ham crazy. Um, I think that their strain crosses have to be one of the best I've seen, far none, hands down. That King Louis uh, at, what was it, 33%? I, I do believe I've posted over, over 13 milligrams of Mercine, right? Wasn't it? Or 15? Yeah. I can't remember, but it was some astronomical number. Um, but yeah, King Louis um, has been my girl for the nighttime and the daytime has definitely been that diamond peak. Yeah, that's the same thing I've been smoking on that diamond peak and King Louis. <clears throat> but I've been mixing in a little bit of sour power. Oh, me too. Still got some of that left over. Yes, yeah. a little bit of sour power in that shit too, as well. Jarrell, we reading each other's minds. I know. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Great mind smoke. That's, <laughs> that's it. Great mind smoke a lot for sure. Yeah, so yeah. this has been super enjoyable, Jarrell. I'm super excited that we did this. Um, if anybody has any comments, uh, Tuesdays are day. So if anybody has any comments or any questions or anything for us tomorrow, go ahead and send them over to us. Uh, we're definitely going to um, on Monday. We'll definitely answer any questions that you should have for us. And and if you have any input, my goodness, please feel free to give it to us. We definitely are open to any and all opinions uh, regarding cannabis, 100%. And no opinion Absolutely. is a bad opinion because opinions are opinions. Okay, so whatever you have for us, we're going to receive it, and we're definitely going to talk about it. We have no qualms about that whatsoever, right, Jarrell? Nah, what's, what's all right. So we thank you guys. Uh, if you get a chance, go on to our website, www.highbudtenders.com. Go ahead and leave your information there. Uh, if you want to be on the podcast, definitely let us know. We're open to that as well. Um, Absolutely. Thank you, folks. Um, 
listeners, uh, go, vote. go vote, please. Most importantly, please go vote. It's probably one of the most important things you could do in your lifetime, period. You count. You matter. No matter what you think, you matter. You matter. So, uh, as always, man, stay high, bud tenders.